Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. If you follow me, you would know that I skipped last week's episode. I prioritized my teacher training for this upcoming school year because there are a lot of safety procedures that we need to learn and prepare for. I hope you understand. I noticed a lot of comments on my last episode that the music was way too loud and that you could not hear my voice. I do apologize. I'm still learning how to mix and master my own podcast sound, so thanks for being patient with me. If you are a musician, you would know exactly what I am talking about. Releasing one episode takes me about seven hours total to produce, sometimes less, sometimes more, uh, which is why I only release one episode per week. I take time to read, edit, and rearrange some of the content given to me so that the story makes sense, and then I record, I mix, and I master. Like I said, this is something that I'm still learning, so bear with me. Um, Mixing is when you are fixing the tracks individually to make sure they sound good together. Um, I usually have two main tracks, my voice and the background music. Any additional tracks would be the sound effects. After mixing, I master. Mastering just means you are making sure that the episode as a whole sound good. I usually test it on my headphones, speakers, car speakers, and phone speakers. And if it sounds good, then I go ahead and bounce the tracks. After that, I also create the video to match the sound and upload it onto my podcast stations and YouTube channel. It's a pretty long process. Um, I also have presets for my recording software, which means I save the track mixes so that the next time I record, it is automatically mixed. The problem with that, though, is that um, the music I get from musicians don't always work with my presets for the background music track um, and therefore I have to mix and individually do that to match my vocals and yeah I got a little carried away (laughs) but I just want to make sure that you know I am working toward quality thanks for understanding hey quick survey for our middle and high schoolers listening in though My school asked for teachers to teach enrichment classes after school, and I am thinking of teaching middle and high school students how to create their own podcast station and then release their very first episode as the product. So essentially, I would be teaching them how to be a podcast and YouTube content creator, which can help them hopefully um, earn some spending money. The thing is, I don't know if kids are interested in those things anymore. So let me know your thoughts uh, before I decide to go ahead and do this class. Also, just a side note, I'm choosing not to tell where I teach for safety and privacy reasons. There's a reason why I have not shown my face yet. And if you know where I work because you know me as my yang in the real world, please be respectful and don't tell the public. I thank you very much. On to our story for this week. This story was submitted not too long ago, actually, um, and I chose the story because it reminded me of my own family. I will take time to tell mine a little later, but for now, please enjoy. Before beginning, I want to explain that Hmong folks have a lot of superstitions and dreams. Dreams are like foreshadows. If you dream of a snake bite, you or someone in the family is pregnant. If you dream of poop and you picking up the poop, you're going to make money. If you dream of your teeth falling out, something unfortunate will happen to your family. If you dream of a dragon, there may be a water demon following you. If you dream of someone dressed in moan clothes, you best listen to cues because this person's goal is to give you a message that is relevant to a current situation or take someone close to you. This happened to me back in 2017. 
At the time, my dad was sick and diagnosed with cancer and hovering at stage four, meaning the cancer was spread to his organs and other parts of his body. We were told he would only have two to six months to live without the treatment. I don't recall the exact month that this occurred to me, but it started with a dream that I had before I went in to work one early morning. I dreamed that someone dyed my hair a red color. I remember my mom telling me in my dreams that she didn't like the red color, so I suddenly told the person who was doing my hair that I also did not like the color. I remember that I sat on a salon chair and the person who was doing my hair was a male figure. He suddenly twists my chair around and says to me, Okay, here's your new look. I spun around to see myself in the mirror and said, Oh my gosh, my hair is so short. After that, my alarm came on and it was time to wake up. I'm not sure why I was so reluctant to wake up from my weird dream when told the dream doesn't sound that scary, but... There was definitely something odd and eerie about it. At this time, I would be leaving for work. It was 6 a.m. and it was still dark outside. I live in St. Paul and work in Mendota Heights. I would travel on Highway 61 to get onto 494. On one particular day, I was taking my usual route. I haven't gotten to Highway 61 yet, and noticed my car kept flashing on my dashboard that my left passenger door was not closed tight enough. My lights inside the car would also turn off and on, back and forth. I was sure I locked and closed all the doors tightly, so I didn't think too much about it besides getting to work on time. My car wouldn't stop flickering its lights, so I decided to make a stop because I was afraid I would get pulled over with my lights switching on and off. Remember, it was early, so it was still pitched black. I got out slowly and walked over to check my passenger door when I saw a white figure with very long, black, thin hair and dressed in Hmong white clothing. If you don't know what that looks like, I can briefly explain. A Hmong white outfit consists of a black top, white skirt, and red and green silk waist tie. When we see ghosts dressed in Hmong clothes, it scares us Hmong folks because we send our dead to the afterlife in Hmong clothes. She walked in front of my car and down the railroad tracks. I got so scared and almost pissed in my pants. I immediately jumped into my car and rushed to work. During this time, I worked at a call center, so the parking lot was empty and the building was also dark. There were hardly any people inside. Still scared, I ran inside the building and went into the nearest bathroom to call my mom. All I heard was static on the other side. At this point, everything was just weird to me. I rushed over to my cubicle and just started logging in for the day. My first break was at 10 a.m., so I checked my phone. I got a missed call and voicemail from my mom since I called her earlier. Before calling her, I went into my voicemail to her voice message. The voicemail was straight up static for a whole five minutes. No voice, no nothing. At this point, I am getting a little spooked out, and I didn't know what or how to think about the situation. I felt like I was going crazy and questioned myself if I was being haunted. I then rushed over to my supervisor and explained my story, and of course, what did he do? He laughed and joked, saying, wow, it could sound like a good movie. I told him that I was not kidding. I asked him if I could use the work phone to make a call to my mom since I couldn't get to her by my own phone. 
using the work phone didn't help either. Again, all I heard was static at the other end. With my dad battling cancer, I wanted to spend as much time as I could with him. Finally, at 4 p.m., I decided to call my mom again. I finally heard her voice. Before I could even start to tell her my experience from this morning, she cut me short and calmly told me to go over after work and we would talk. After work, I did just that. I went over to my parents' house and explained to my mom about my dreams and what I saw that morning. She had this look in her face as if she knew I had experienced something. I also remembered that when we had this conversation, she did not want my dad nearby, as if she didn't want him to know. Before I headed home, my mom said she was sorry that she could not do much because my husband's family was Christian. Normally, she would tie a red string on my hand. In our culture, red strings are meant for blessings and to provide protection from evil spirits. Instead, she tied a red string on my ankle and told me to keep it on for a few days. Later that evening, I dreamt of the ghost figure I encountered that morning. This time, she was talking and waving, trying to get my attention. I kept ignoring her, but she kept insisting for me to stop. Then she mentioned she knew my dad. I quickly stopped and told her politely that I don't know who she is, and I apologize for crossing her path. She then firmly said again, I know your dad very well. Does your dad look like this? In my dreams, I vividly see my dad in his healthy days, the face of him smiling and the stuff he loves to do. This ghost figure in my dreams told me that it was almost time for my dad to go and that she's waiting to see him one last time before she goes to reincarnate. I don't recall what happened to me after this dream that I had. I never even called to speak to my mom about it because she was going through a lot. There was a fear of losing him with her every day. I felt like I was worried about this dream every day. It dragged on for two weeks when I decided that I needed to tell someone. I got off work one day and headed over to my dad's like I usually would before my daughter gets off school. That day, my youngest sister was also there. I decided to slowly explain to her my encounter and current dream with this ghost person. After telling her the story, she was thrilled and shocked. She suddenly said to me, Wait, mom didn't tell you? I was confused. She looked at me wide-eyed and in disbelief. She told me of my dad's past lover. The gist of it was that they separated back in Laos. I'm sorry, sadly I didn't get the whole story. I couldn't even connect the dots to why I had this encounter. Was this ghost lady my dad's ex-lover? After a few months, my dad lost battle with cancer. It has been five years since my dad passed, and during these difficult five years, I did not see this ghost figure until recently. This will have to be another story to share at a different time. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.